Hey, what's going on, guys? Hello. This is a this is a weird sun is still out. I'm not drunk episode of burnt offerings. I agree. We have a show to catch after this, so we're doing it early. Yeah, well, really good show too. Um, it is kind of weird doing a podcast with the sun still up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sober. Yeah. But here we are. I don't know. You had that stretch for like your first few where you were like, I don't want to drink until after the podcast. Yeah, just because I'm a weird guy like that, but I, I don't do that anymore. I like to drink when I do my <laughs> podcast now. So, But I think while you were doing that, I was also like, let's just drink a lot before the podcast. That's where we had to find a happy medium. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm down to drink while I'm doing a podcast, but not like tank nine beers or anything. I would have just, to, I'd listen to them on Monday, and it would basically just to be remember what we talked about. I'd be like, oh shit, we talked about that? Yeah. All right. I know. I know. <laughs> we do get pretty saucy sometimes when we're doing our podcast. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I just slurred two words together. Cool. All right. Yeah. I've been there too, man. <laughs> we do it. That's what it's all about. But um, it's really burnt out in the city of Detroit. The name and the music, just because of how frequent this band played here and was known but i have to say i've been listening to a lot of beast in the field lately i miss that band i love that band Mm -hmm. i got my cds back so you have all that shit i have all my beast in the field cds that i bought back and i threw in world ending the other day and man those guys were fucking awesome man that is a band that like i'm not surprised there are people that don't like them but as a band that the people that I know that don't like them kind of surprised me. Like I figured it have some some crossover a little bit like yeah man. Like yeah, you I get people hate like Doom, they hate Stoner. But it's like there's nothing like super twangy like s- Stoner 70ish about what they do. A lot of the stuff's just like heavy riffs. Yeah, really heavy, yeah. They're just like fucking suck. Yeah, I don't get that because I thought they were a phenomenal band and I'm, I can't believe they didn't get out to a, a broader audience I can't believe they didn't get out and f- reach out farther than, than what they did was just the Midwest well yeah what was it we are talking to Mike about that yeah he's saying how was it Bong Ripper blew up and Beast in the Field didn't blow up yeah it just it blows my mind because it's in the same vein and Beast in the Field had talent they did like those guitar riffs were not just, you know, cookie cutter riffs. Like he really, he really was good. Yeah, know? he could he could write. Yeah, and they had they had cool music videos and shit too. I only saw the one. No, was there more than one? Them. Yeah, yeah. There was one for Deep in Caves. That's the one I saw. And then there's the one with like the the natives in the woods. I've not seen that one. Yeah, that was a uh, Wankintaka. Mm. I think that's how you. Which I have just um, learned that that was uh, Native American for perseverance. Uh, just a little fun fact. The more you know. Yeah, the more you know, right? Um, but they had that video was really well made. It was like an MTV video. Deep in Caves was just like a thrown together, you know, that came out like 12 years ago. But yeah, yeah, I've been listening to that man. I just thought I'd plug that right off the bat because. I fucking love Beast in the Field, dude. And I miss that band. Yeah. How about you, man? What have you been... Uh, 
I mean, really, I've been listening a lot, honestly. I nope. get to work and I throw on headphones for a little bit, and then I, I have like, I'm starting to do meetings and fucking starting to sit with people that they're, that they're interviewing, mm. starting to do all that. So I can't just zone out. Oh. <laughs> but uh, lately, I've been listening to uh, Hooded Menace. Excellent. Yeah, the Phil Curse album. Fucking Good, killer album. Dude. Yes, that album's amazing. And then um, sent you these guys. I know you were jamming them too. Uh, the Witch Throat Serpent. Oh man, I fucking love that band. Yeah. That f- the first one that that first EP I sent you. The other ones, I'm music is all the same, so I still like the music, but the vocals are different. Like the vocals are cl- cleaner, and like they kind of like pushed them more into the front. Yeah, and I, I just don't like it as much. No, and that's that. It, when you live by the vocals, you die by the vocals. Okay, and especially with doom or any type of doom music, vocals will turn someone off like real quick. Yeah, w- whether they're good or bad or whatever, you got to be real. It's a touchy thing with any type of doom bands with the vocals, man. You don't want them to be like overpowering the music. Well, especially with me, I'm like. You know me. I've fucking like stopped listening to bands just because the vocals don't fit right. Yeah, I can't. I hear you. But that witch throat serpent that you showed me, the, the like the older stuff. Yeah, killer. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's uh, like this is a term that gets. I, I think you talked about how it gets thrown around a lot. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, it's like Electric Wizard. No, this band like legit 100% sounds like Electric Wizard musically. Yes, they do. Vocals to an extent. Yeah. Just not as like uh. Like Justice, Justice vocals are like more I don't know like open and almost like mixed in with the music like they're not super clean and upfront. Right. That's the difference because these guys are like super clean vocals, more pushed to the front. Yeah. But yeah. music wise, yeah, they sound hundred percent exactly like Electric Wizard. Yeah, great riffs. Yeah, Th- that one riff um, in that the song that you sent me. Oh man, that hooked me right away. Like the first, mm-hmm. and it goes on for five minutes. They just jam that riff, dude. And then, of course, you got to wait for the vocals to see where they're going to go with that. And then I was like, okay, this isn't that bad. This is kind of pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. You've been jamming them. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Like when I'm at work, I'll just throw in headphones and pick his album off of YouTube and wherever the fuck it plays next. Sometimes I don't even know what the fuck it is. Right. Just kind of let it play. Yeah. Yeah, I jammed. Uh, let me see. Well, it was the Fourth of July, the uh, last week. So naturally, I listened to the Bongzilla album, a Marijuanican. Uh, <laughs> I'm not very patriotic, but that album makes me somewhat patriotic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I jammed that and. Uh, that witch throat serpent and what was the band that you sent me uh yesterday was it yesterday oh shit what the hell was the name of that band something ripper was it hell ripper hell ripper man yeah hell ripper yeah fucking absolutely killer kind of had a new wave of british heavy metal kind of thing going on with thrash or it, something it, it kind of had a they straight stole a riff off of kill em all <laughs> yeah what riff was that i think it was from either metal militia or whiplash i think it was whiplash yeah, I mean, I heard that, and I'm like, okay, so we're gonna do old Metallica, but it had more. It had more to offer than just ripping off a riff, you know. It was yeah, and it was just like 
probably not the smartest thing to have that be the very first song on the on the record. Mm. Well, it kind of lets you know what you're getting into. I mean, how many times have me and you sat like, why can't there be a band that sounds like the first Metallica record? Yeah. Without being too much of this and too much of that. Just some fucking raw and with some balls. And those dudes, they got balls, man. Mm-hmm. Those riffs are fucking shredding, man. They were, they're good. They're really good. Where are they from? Fuck, I know this. I can't remember. Uh find out for you in like two seconds because I, I looked it up like after I found them and I was like Ooh, where are they from isn't uh, going back isn't Witch Throat Serpent from France yes yeah oh these guys yep that's why it kind of caught me up guard. these guys are from Scotland Scotland okay well fucking hey man I think I've only come across a few bands that I liked from Scotland I can't think of any yeah I know ACDC, one of the guys are from Scotland. Are I they? think it might have been Bon Scott. Well, he's dead. Yeah. So that doesn't matter. The, the other ones were from, like, what? I don't know. Australia or I was going to say, from, I don't know shit about ACDC, but they're from Australia. Yeah, but I think Bon Scott was either, like, he was Scottish, I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But... Anyway, fuck, fuck ACDC. No one cares about them. <laughs> um, I was just trying to think of a Scotland band, but... There's a fucking Bon Scott tombstone at the precinct. Yes. Choked on his own vomit. Whoop, whoop. Other side of the stage is Kawakami. Mm-hmm. D-beat forever. We will be seeing those tombstones tonight. I think I take a picture of that tombstone like once every like three months. That's cool. Yeah, I'm super fucking stoked for the show tonight, man. It should be fun. Yeah. I mean, I, what the fuck's that other band? I don't know the other band. Botched. Botched something. Anamatosis J. Pouch. That's it, yeah. I have no idea who the fuck they are. I have no fucking idea. I just I just know that this is the first all gore grind show at the precinct. Mm. Yeah. Well, I did hashtag mid, Midwest Grind. Is that bad? No, why? Because I probably should have did Midwest Gore Grind. Still grind. Yeah, it is grind. It's just breaking shit into subgenres. Yeah. Which, certain things, yeah. Other things, no. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, yeah, Girth is playing tonight, and Sulfuric Cautery. Cautery? Cautery. And Couple Skate. And Couple Skate, yes. It's going to be a ripper. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fun times. Yeah, I can't wait, man. What are we drinking tonight? No idea. I don't know. Probably Black Label or something. I was going to say, we normally buy those broken up cases of Black Label from the store across the street. Fuck, sounds good to me, man. They were delicious last time. They went down pretty smooth, but... Yeah. Um, so, uh, the 4th of July passed, and I watched Jaws. I just figured I'd throw that out there because it's nothing special, but I did. I watched Jaws, and I went to a barbecue with my mom and told her that I watched Jaws that morning, and she was like, oh my god, that's my favorite movie. And I tried to think about it and I'm like wow man when that movie came out my mom was like 12 years old that must have scared the shit out of her <laughs> I mean that was a, for 1975 I mean that was kind of a scary movie yeah it fucked with a lot of people yeah yeah I don't know she she just always remembered that she seen Jaws in the theater she's always told me that 
I was like, wow, that, that would have been cool. Dude, I was watching... Was it? It was on, on the 4th of July, I think. Yeah, I was watching um, Phantasm with my friend Courtney. Mm-hmm. She said that uh, she watched it. Her dad lives in, I think, somewhere in Pennsylvania, like Pittsburgh, and they go out and visit him. <clears throat> said they're watching it with her dad and somebody else, and her dad said that like when he was younger, that movie scared the fucking shit out of him. Really? And then he watched it again then. It's like a year or so ago. He was like, why the hell did this movie scare me so much? And I'm like, no, it makes sense. It's like, if you're not like, I was like, it's it's a weird fucking movie. I'm like, and there's a lot of scenes that just kind of like grab you. Mm-hmm. The score. I was like, and, and so the, the sound effects that are added onto it too. Because I kept it in mind as I was watching it with her. I was like, I could, I could see like, if you're younger when this movie first came out and you're going to see this, like, I could see how this could fuck with you. Mm-hmm. And then she did the math and realized her dad was probably like 22 when it came out. Still. <laughs> Still, though, I mean, yeah, you know, I wish I could say that about movies that scared me at 22, but movies were scaring me when I was really young. Yeah, by the time it hit, like, like 22 age, like the older age, nothing really scared me, but it was when I first started watching, like, really fucked up shit. Yeah. That it was just like, whoa. It's just more stuff that, like, kind of caught me off guard. Yep. Nothing that really scared me. It was just more like, holy shit. Yeah, that's that's that dude has his head cut off and it's not fake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> dude just got decapitated. Yeah, I think it was my late twenties when I graduated to uh, Mortem. Mm-hmm. That was the first of the uh, really fucked up movies that I watched because I was looking at the top ten most disturbing movies ever made. I googled that, and this list came up, and it was my duty to find all those movies. And I know Salo was in there. You know, and that's when I started watching those movies and shit. Eraserhead was in there. Um, but Mortem, that was a tough watch for me, for sure. Dude, I was like the younger, like, kid who would try to find just fucked up, like, death, like, execution videos and shit like that online. Oh, Rotten.com. Oh, yeah, I, 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 this is to show you how, like, <laughs> The internet used to like, you know, you go like schools or anywhere like that. Mm-hmm. They have that shit on lockdown. They can like they they know like shit you go to. Well, back when I when we were in high school, they they didn't. My school at least did not have somebody watching that. I would sit at because me and my art teacher were, like super cool. I would sit at her desk so like nobody could see what I was looking at, and I would be surfing Rotten Duck. <laughs> yeah, there was some brutal shit on there. I remember pulling up Bathtub Girl. At her desk, showing somebody. I'm like, hey, check this out. That was on my MySpace. That photo. Yeah. Yeah. Bathtub girl. It was fucking when you could, like, make your own profile. You had to copy and paste. And you remember the old school. Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking built on HTML, man. Oh, fuck yeah. Pretty much all it was. Yeah. I had uh, that and uh, the uh, video for Immortal. Dude, I already know which one you're talking about. When they're on the cliff and the dude's wearing the witch hat. And it's basically like, is the one right before they say, like, they probably said action because they're just standing there and then all of a sudden they just go into pose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had that, but it looped. It was a, it was a gift, dude. It just Perfect looped. loop? Oh, perfect loop, dude. It just kept doing that. That fucking video, man. Yeah. What is it? There's like that list that was going around. It was like the 
10 most ridiculous black metal videos and Immortals on it like three times. Yeah, Immortals on there, Emperor's on there, and then some dude with an out-of-tune acoustic. <laughs> Sitting next to a fire. fire. With like a fucking goblin mask on. That is the best fucking thing ever. The, Yeah, and then the dude with the bullet belt and uh, the, the high boots that crosses the freeway. I was about to say that one. He comes out of the woods and crosses the freeway. He's like in the woods and it's all like fucking Nordic and shit and all sweet and then all of a sudden he runs across the freeway you're like, whoa, what the fuck was that, man? Yeah. Fucking black metal, man. Yeah, Call of the Witch Moon. Was that what it was called? That horrible immortal video? Something like that. Call of the Winter Moon. Call of the Winter Moon? Yeah. I had that on my MySpace page, dude. It was a never-ending loop of them doing that, dude. <laughs> I thought it was the greatest thing ever. That was when I first discovered YouTube, and you could, like, YouTube anything. And Black Metal Allen was on MySpace. This was in, like, 2006. And he's like, dude, remember I showed you Immortal? Type in their videos. He's like, that's why a lot of people didn't like them back in the day, because they were over dramatic. And I watched that video and I was like, oh man, these guys are on a different plateau, man. The, the fucking part of the video, he's running around, he has, he's wearing a Bathory t-shirt. Yes. But then he has a cape and a witch hat on. <laughs> and it's like, okay, pick, you can't ride the fence here. You're either going full character mm-hmm. or you're just like in a metal band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like put on a shirt that's not a Bathory t-shirt, like something that goes with the cape and the witch hat. Yeah. But, you know, and that's the thing is you paint yourself into a corner, no pun intended, with black metal. Um, that it has to be all serious all the time. And I'll never forget the time Russ from Gut Rot. Oh, my God. This band opened up for Napalm Death. And they were, like, supposed black metal, but they weren't really black metal. But they had the war paint. And the uh, the singer was like... We have merch over there. Buy some. And Russ was like, "Yeah, let's stay in character." <laughs> he said it so loud. you could hear a you could hear a pin drop because everyone's looking at this band like, Are, "What what what is this? Like a metalcore band wearing corpse paint? Like what what are we doing here?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, let's stay in character." I'm like, "Oh man, dude, funny story. Um, this was like." years ago this has been when perversion first started and it was pretty much around the same time that lieutenant dan first started um perversion was playing this show and when perversion first started they put on the corpse paint and shit like a little bit of it just like around their eyes mainly and zach from lieutenant dan like they were like getting ready to go and they haven't set up yet and zach from lieutenant dan's trying to get like he's like dude let let's let lieutenant dan play like let we'll set up and play right now let's let us play and they're like no man he's like come on man we'll be set up done and unloaded by the time you get your makeup on <laughs> oh dude they were all friends like they knew each other for fucking since they were kids and i lost it <laughs> oh yeah i could imagine I fucking lost it oh my god that's great yeah good old black metal or corpse paint yeah it's just all like but those guys in Immortal they take it to another level man oh yeah 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 they're like great music though that's the thing I I dig Immortal me too yeah like Sons of Northern Darkness and shit like I I love it it's great I tried fucking uh, every once in a while I'll still hunt around for their records and it's just I don't I don't feel like dropping that much on a record I hear you. yeah I just remember the one, <laughs> the ridiculous one where they're standing on the front of the album, 
and it's uh, all white background, and it's just them. And is that the one where it's just their faces? Uh, no, they're both standing there. Okay. Like with their fucking hands into claws, with like full makeup on, and it's just them. I think one of them's holding a battle axe or something, and I'm just like, I, I just remember Alan, black metal Alan, bringing over stacks of CDs, and it was a mix of black metal and death metal, and I just every black metal album. I couldn't take serious. I'm like, are these guys serious? It's hard to. It's fucking hard to. Dude, it was so over the top. It was so, like, theatrical. I'm like, dude, I'm just down with, like, dudes in jeans and a t-shirt singing about ripping out intestines and shit. Well, what is it? Uh, Is it it Dark Funeral? Who they has, like, the fucking studded, like, spiked out fucking, like, almost, like, shoulder pads. Like Legion of Doom? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I want to say I saw a video for those guys, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? These guys go in. (laughs) Yeah. These guys go fucking hard with it. Yeah. Dark Funeral is one of the few bands that, like, are well received by, like, you know, technical death metal guys. Like, I think Zach from A Shit Life likes Dark Funeral a lot, dude, because they actually fucking... They actually can fucking play. Yeah. They can actually play. It's not just, like, you know, those weird off blasts and horrible, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, Dark Throne's another one. Yeah. Or, uh, is it Dark Throne? Yeah, there's Dark Throne. Transylvanian Hunger is that Dark Throne yeah yeah they're uh, I don't know that album cover is pretty cool but I don't know see I don't mind the Transylvanian Hunger album cover though because it just plays off well yeah because really all you too. see is you just see like somewhat of like that like candle yeah the candles and and then just him like yeah but everything's just straight black and white so you just kind of just make out him a little bit you can kind of make out that they're fucking candles yeah yeah it's like highly contrasted yeah it's a cool t-shirt you know I always kind of wanted that shirt but yeah yeah just cause uh that song Transylvanian Hunger has like one of the most grim black metal riffs in it dude it's killer it's good and uh, Chris from uh, Shit Life said he wanted to take that and put some blast beats behind it and make it grind as fuck dude I'm like that'd be sick they should yeah I think it'd be awesome. But, I would uh, love to see Shit Life do like black metal chords. Just even in a song. Like one pick a song, dude. Those fucking like stretched out chords. The pinky chords. Dang, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> I can see Chris fucking just like just shredding that fucking riff, dude, while yeah. Zach's just like going a hundred miles an hour, just yeah, yeah. like the fucking three six chord. Yeah. Whatever it would be. Yeah. Yeah, the frosty pinky riffs. <laughs> They're nice and frosty. Dude, I've started watching like a few of my friends in bands when they play. A lot of them, like, you know, for like power chords, maybe it's just me, I don't know. You use like your index and your ring finger. Mm-hmm. They use, I think uh, Kirby does it too. They use their index and their pinky, but they're playing just normal power chords. Oh, well, I mean. I mean, I'm guessing it's like however you're comfortable with. I always suck with my pinky, so I never could use it. Well, some people have certain hands, too, where it's just, yeah, like you said, more comfortable. Like, I don't know. I've always been a ring finger Yeah. with my riffs and my hammer-ons. I don't think I'd be able to do it with just a pinky. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Unless I'm in, like, a 2003 metalcore band and I'm doing those, like, way overplayed suffocation hammer-ons that like every band used for 10 years straight <laughs> um which actually 
began with at the gates. Oh yeah, because everybody started fucking worshiping at the gates. Yes, yes. Dead to Fall was one of those bands, but it was like I knew about them before I knew about <laughs> at the gates. I actually went back and listened to at the gates, and I was like, holy shit! Like most of these bands sound like at the gates with breakdowns. That's basically what it turned into, and it's like, but you know, at the gates was awesome though. They were pretty, like, like I think they were from Sweden, right? They were Swedish. Yeah, I think Sweden. Yeah. It's pretty much like, hey guys, let's take a fucking awesome band, copy their style, and make it shitty by adding breakdowns. And then make t-shirts that are just straight stealing logos from other bands and then putting your logo on it. That was another thing they did. Really? Yeah. (laughs) It was like every metalcore band in the 2000s wanted to be like uh, Puff Daddy. They just copyrighted everything. They just, I mean, infringed on everything. Like, I remember Remembering Never had a shirt that had the Danzig skull with the horns, and it just said Remembering Never. And then, like, 18 Visions had a shirt, and it was just the Guns N' Roses logo, but it said 18 Visions <laughs> instead of Guns N' Roses. I'm like, we're getting a little out of hand. And then Unearth put out a Boston shirt that looked just like the Boston with the UFO, but it said Unearth. I'm like, okay, you guys are getting a little fucking wacky with this shit now, man. <laughs> I straight up seen a dude, and I remember Meat Locker Matt and Jugular Joe were at Harpo's for, uh, I can't remember what show it was. I think it was Black Dolly Murder and uh, Exodus and uh, someone else, and uh, the dude was wearing that Boston shirt that said Unearth. And I just, Meat Locker Matt said something to the kid, and I, it made me feel uncomfortable. He just basically called him out, like, that's a pretty stupid shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. But Dude, see, I don't. I was never into that, and I was kind of like very separated from people who listened to that, so I never saw that. But what I do remember is seeing a bunch of bands who were that style, and their shirts were like super bright colors, like pinks and neon greens, oh. and like looked like they're fucking like little kid designs. That was like they were. It was like wild and crazy kids. Yeah, like I think one was like a pink rabbit on like a field and something. I was like just looked like super cartoonish mm-hmm. but the band was like supposed to be some like death chord something fucking band yeah probably had a bunch of breakdowns i don't know yeah i mean that happened and the only band that was actually good that did anything like that was animosity yeah yeah they were uh they didn't have any breakdowns but the kids that liked breakdowns liked animosity and they had like they were like the Iron Maiden of Deathcore. Like they had all these like little trinkets and shit that they sold, and they had like animosity pipes that they had handmade, and they had the glasses. Like that's where Lewis got the idea for the Massacre video shades with the bright colors. Animosity did that first, and they were doing that shit in like 2006. Like they had all kinds of cool shit, like little stash bags for your weed and shit. Like you're like, oh man, cool, but. I just couldn't wear any of their shirts because they were like bright pink or bright green or dude what was that band you were telling me about like four years ago they were just like a brutal death metal band but they all wore like fucking polo shirts and khaki shorts and the video was just like a swinging a swinging light bulb oh yeah they were called I want to kill you all ran together all those letters ran together and it was a bunch of dudes with like seashell necklaces on and like bright pink or bright blue polo shirts but they they didn't they weren't a breakdown band they were like a brutal death metal band like technical death metal band and they were kind of pissed off and i'm like 
what's going on here? Like I seen the video and I'm like, <laughs> what's going on here? Almost like they were playing tag with that one light and it would come across and it'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> like the dude's just like, he just like did that to the light and it swings over and then you see the drummer and it's just like a light swinging in a room. I don't know. It was weird, but these dudes are wearing straight up like, you know, back when Hollister was the thing or something like that. They were just decked out and like, they look like they came out of a catalog. And they're just playing this technical, like, brutal death metal. And they were just called, I want to kill you. I don't know. <laughs> so there you go. I don't know. It just made me, like, fuck. the first time you told me about that, I lost it. Yeah, I told you and Tony about that. Because I'm, like, picturing these, like, total Chet fucking, like, frat boy type dudes. <laughs> the only thing missing was the sweat, the shirt tied around the... Oh, yeah. Fucking sweatshirt. Yeah, they looked like they were going on a golf outing. They're going to the fucking yacht club. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. They were pretty. They were kind of brutal, man. I don't know. So the, has that pretty much been all, the, all you watching? Like Jaws and uh, I watched uh, the Hatchet Murders the other day or Deep Red. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that, but you know what I discovered is when I put the movie in, I went on Wikipedia and looked it up because that's a thing I do. Obviously, uh, the the version that I have is so cut that I don't even. I'm not even interested. It's no, it's, like, it's, that, all, it's like watching Unsane yeah. compared to Tenebre. Now I'm trying to find Deep Red, the Anchor Bay Clam, because that's the only uncut version you can find. Pretty sure I have that one. Okay. Well, don't they have, I want to say the DVDs. Well, the uh, DVDs too. But out of the VHS. Out of the VHS, it's the it's the plastic clam that yeah. they did for Argento. and Anchor Bay did the whole collection in like 98, 99. They started doing all those releases. Yes. Yes, but uh, Deep Red, uncut, I heard the the murders are, like, way more brutal, and it's like, there's 26 minutes cut out of the one that I have. 26 <laughs> minutes. The original uncut version as the Hatchet Murders was uh, 126 minutes. My VHS is 100 minutes exactly on the dot. They cut <laughs> out 26 minutes of footage, man. So it's basically just a soap opera. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. It's basically all dialogue and like story stories, and you're just like, and it's a murder mystery. You know, it's like, okay, that's cool, but I, you got to have the gore too. I mean, it's an Italian film. What the fuck, right? Yeah. Well, that's like um, I fucking put in creepers. Mm-hmm. Which that's one that's fucking cut the shit from the original, and. Only reason I put it in is I, was, I knew I was going to be asleep within like 20 minutes. Right. But I have killer both. soundtrack on that movie. Oh, for sure. Maiden, Motorhead. Yeah, Maiden. She's running through the woods and uh, what is it? Flash of the Blade. Flash of the Blade's playing. Yeah. Yeah, it's killer. I have both versions of that. I have Creepers and I have uh, Phenomena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have Phenomena on VHS. I want to say I have it on DVD, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, Creepers is cut, too. All those old-school VHS, man, it's cool to own them for nostalgic purposes, but they're all cut. A it's lot like, of them, yeah. Now, now I'm looking for the cheesy clamshells of the Anchor Bay just so I can have the uncut version of the movie. You know, there's nothing worse, you know, than watching a movie and you know that the kills are way more brutal than what they are. That's why I haven't bought that, uh, the Thornium Eye of um, The Burning. I don't blame you. It's like I want it, but it's like, and basically, I would just have it to sit on the shelf because I'm never gonna fucking watch it. There you go. I have the uncut DVD. So do I. And it's it, it's awesome. 
The only way you could get, I think, the VHS uncut is if you got the uh, UK pre-cert one. I think that one was uncut. Is it a PAL tape? Yes. Um, you count me out. Yeah, I'm still I'm still on the hunt for a decently priced multi-region VCR. Yeah, there's actually a copy of that burning on uh, eBay. Which one? Uh, the UK. The pre-cert? Yeah. Which has him on fire? Yes. Really? Yeah, but it's like... It's a ridiculous amount of money. That makes sense. Yeah. I see it on there all the time. I don't think anyone bought it. But you know how they slant the numbers when it's a different country? Mm-hmm. Like, as far as how much it costs, it's always, like, weird. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if you know what I'm talking about. No, I do. Yeah. It's, like, 70 bucks or something. But it's from another country, so you're going to have to pay crazy shipping for it, too. Uh, not always. There's actually been times where I ordered a ship from Germany, and it was still normal shipping price. So I don't know if maybe the dude has, like, maybe the guy I bought it from has some shipping connection. He shipped for free. Oh, right on. Like, when we worked at Char, and I'd ship out everything for, like, cheap as fuck. Or, yeah. Or free. <laughs> yeah. Right when on. I when I did those manor, when I do, like, a shipment of manor videos from when I worked there, I had, like, every, like, third one I wouldn't write down. Because we were supposed to write down everything that we shipped, and then they would just deduct it from our paycheck. Like every third tape, I just wouldn't write down. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not getting, I'm not losing like half a paycheck to shipping." Yeah, right. But uh, actually, I still owe Tony like thirty dollars from uh, I think it's from Meat Hook Massacre. <laughs> I was uh, like, "Hey man, do you work tomorrow?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Do you want to ship some tapes for me?" He's like, yeah, dude, just bring them by. I came over there with like my arms full of already like pre-boxed. He's like, I can't ship all those. I'm like, I used to ship more than this, man. I'm like, you do it. Ship it. Yeah, no shit. Came back the next day. He's like, you owe me like $30. Oh, man. Um, I'm not going to get into depth about any of these movies because you got some stuff you want to cover. But recently, this is what I've been watching. Uh, Trick or Treats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. Just avoid that. <laughs> uh, just avoid that. Um, it's a bad movie. It's really just a horrible movie. Uh, Let Sleeping Corpses Lie. That's a great movie. Yeah, it is. I watched that the other day, and I have the uncut one. So, mm-hmm. um, I think Jimmy gave it to me. Nice. Yeah, it's not a. Uh, what's the alternate title? Uh, the Living Dead yeah. at Manchester Morgue. Manchester Morgue. Yeah. I knew it was something at Manchester Morgue. Yep. I watched that. I watched House of Death the other day. Cool slasher. And then uh, Exterminator 2. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's actually. good. Have you seen the first one? Yeah. The Exterminator? Uh-huh. Yeah, The Exterminator 2 is cool. Um, it's better than the first one, I think. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Outing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or The mm-hmm. Lamp. Yeah. Pretty cool. And then uh, He Knows You're Alone, the one with Tom Hanks in it. The uh, slasher from '81. It was Tom Hanks' first movie. Yep. And he had a little little uh, part in it. Yeah. But didn't they want him on there for longer, and then he actually got a role? I think so. Yeah. He he's only in there. Very. I think he was supposed to be in it more, and then he came in. He's like, "Yeah, I got offered this role," and it ended up being like a role that kind of launched him. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, like probably like the Money Pit or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's what I've been watching, man. Uh, I've actually been, I've watched more than I have been. That's good. Uh, watch Ghoul School, which is like a really good, like, SOV. I think it's SOV. If not, it's like, what is it, 8mm? That kind of, yeah. can't ever tell, but I think it's SOV film. 
um, put out by the same company, which was Cinema Home Video, I think. I watched Madhouse, which is not as good of an SLV, <laughs> but it's based off of uh, it's like a anthology based off of uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. Not the greatest, but you know it is what it is. Um, I watched Darkness, which is an awesome, just like lower budget vampire movie. Cool. Um, Guinea Pig Two, Android of Notre Dame. Okay. Not like everybody thinks of the Guinea Pig series as being like just really fucked up, gruesome. That's my impression. Well, mainly because of Part Two, Flowers of Flesh and Blood, which is the one that. Someone gave a blank VHS copy to to Charlie Sheen back in the day. Oh, he yeah. thought he watched was watching a legit stuff film and called the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he told me about yeah. that. This one's like later on, and it's it's okay, but it's nothing like super shocking. Okay. Um, then yeah, watch Creepers and watch The Prowler again. Cool. And then uh, as I said, watch Phantasm for like probably hundredth time. <laughs> Sweet, yeah. Phantasm's always good to pop in. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's pretty much all I've been watching, though. That's cool. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. That's a lot more than you usually watch. I know. I uh, I had a, I, 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 I had a falling out with watching movies. <laughs> which yeah. I don't know why. I just come home and, I don't know, usually get on the computer something. Yeah. And then when I go to bed, I just turn on, like, Adult Swim, because I know I'm going to fall asleep in 30 minutes. Right. So Jared had a falling out with watching movies, and I fucked up and caught feelings for the new Paul Bearer record. <laughs> so that's our relationship status. Well, fuck, for years, man, I would watch, like, three movies a day, especially, like, at, even at work, because that was when I worked at Guardian, and all I was doing was monitoring equipment, mm-hmm. so I would just bust out movies on my phone. I was constantly watching movies, I just, I don't know. I was so proud of my mom. She told me she watched Bloodsport the other day with her boyfriend. It was on TV. I'm like, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> She's like, I never remembered liking that movie that much. I was like, yeah. Go and watch it now. It's a sweet movie. Um, fun great. Yeah. I take it every time we have a road trip or we go to a convention, I have Bloodsport. It's- Dude, the Abe Lincoln tour. We were in Madison. And, um... Fuck, I'm blanking on his name he used to sing for deep shit which i played you that record before right starts with the fucking like the dj remix like deep shit deep shit 40 ounce in my lap and it's freezing my oh balls. yeah yeah like and he's singing that we ended up staying at his house and um he had a shit ton of vhs just all just all genres of movies he would just go whatever at the thrift store and like i was one of the last ones to fall asleep drunk as shit and I, all of a sudden, I'm like scanning for a movie, and I just saw Bloodsport, and I was like, "There it is." Yeah, <laughs> it's like you can't go wrong. Cuddled up on this like oversized like lazy boy chair, it was just like passed out. <laughs> that's that's the way to do it. But I have like a haunted copy on DVD that loops endlessly. That confused me. It fucks you up when you're sleeping. <laughs> it does. You don't you know how long up? you fell asleep for. Yeah, or or you just subconsciously hear the same lines or the same parts over and over again and then you wake up and you're like how many times did we watch blood support <laughs> yeah it's weird it just loops there's no menu screen or nothing it just the movie just keeps restarting so that's amazing to fall asleep to though it is movies that do that fucking great yeah it's cool the old school dvds do that 
they like keep looping like that. Was that a DV- was that a burn DVD? No, it's a. It's That's a, like, yeah, legit how they set it up. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I'd rather a movie do that than have the fucking music on the menu screen. Yeah. Yeah. Like the demons menu. Oh. Yeah. That. I just remember you and Ashley showing me that. Just fucking losing it, dude. Fucking too much, man. Just losing it, dude. It comes in hard, too. Yeah, because after that, <laughs> it kind of quiets a little bit. Yeah. And then, like, 15 seconds later, comes back. <laughs> yeah, it comes in hard, too. But, uh... uh yeah, I know. Want to get back and just get into what we were going to talk about? Because I got nothing else to... Yeah, no, I think I ventured out. I got no more color commentary. Yeah, we're from fucking far beyond the buoys now. <laughs> Uh, we swam a little too far. Uh, stage fright. Is yeah, that- we're gonna do a stage fright from '87. Awesome movie. Awesome Italian film, man. Yep. And I never know how to pronounce this director's name. Michele Soavi. Doesn't so- that doesn't sound Italian enough? No, there's probably it probably sounds sexier than that. <laughs> Whatever you know, you, no, you we'll get the, stick you, with you it. You get the gist. Yeah, we we're Sovi. I don't know. I'm gonna say Sovi. We'll go Sovi. His I'm name like was Mikel Sova. I don't know. Sova. Yeah, it's probably whatever. put in the put in Google Translate and have it tell you what it's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, awesome movie. Um, before we get into the actual movie, the the, the dude who made it. This is his first his first actual feature film that he directed. True. And isn't like every film that he's done, which he's also done uh, all the bigger ones like The Church and Cemetery Man. Love The Church and yes. Cemetery Man. Yeah, he's always played a small part in all of them. In this one, there's the cops that sit outside the building. Yes, he is the cop that's in the passenger seat. That is news to me. Yeah, and a list of fucking other movies he had small appearances in, most of them uncredited. Look at it here. Oh, here we go. City of the Living Dead. What? Absurd. The New York Ripper. Tenenbra. A Blade in the Dark. Phenomena. Demons. And Opera. Oh my god, man. He's an Italian legend. You know who he is in Demons? No. The dude who follows the chick in the beginning with the metal mask to give her the invitation? Really? That's him. Oh, shit, man. Flying under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. All those great movies. Damn, he was in uh, Tenebrae. He was a... Um, wow. What the fuck was he? he? He actually worked on the film Tenebrae, too. Oh, did he? There's a, there's a kill in um, Stage Fright that was kind of like an homage to Tenebrae. Like the part where the dude like bends over in front of the mirror and the killer's standing right behind him. Right. He said that that was like an homage to that film. Okay. Now, wasn't he an understudy? Am I wrong about that? Uh, um, Argento? Possibly. That's what I understood. He probably was. I it mean, was his first movie that he ever did on his own. Yeah. But he... Well, I mean, almost... Fuck, look at the movies that he's all been in. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be out of out of context but or, or be wrong about this, but it was my impression that I, I heard from somewhere or read somewhere that he actually was an understudy of Argento and that his first movie was Stage Fright. I wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't in a study. 
I mean, so it, I, he, he worked with Fulci and Argento. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, he did, like... I don't know if he worked on, on like, the set with Fulci, but I know he worked at least on the set with Argento. Okay, but he was in But, Fulci yeah, he movies. was, like... Yeah, he was, like, uncredited. Like, most of them were uncredited. I can't remember out of the list which ones were and weren't uncredited. But, yeah, he was in Fulci movies. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And what a fucking debut... Dude, this movie's stellar. Yeah, it's great. I, I from uh, the first time you brought it over, this is this is in my like top ten. Yeah, I know you. You've I don't even how many copies of this movie do you own? Like nine. Yeah, nine different versions of the D of the VHS. Yes. Plus, I have the DVD. Yeah, I remember you bringing over. I'll never forget you brought that and Intruder over, and I had never seen either one of them. And I was that was back when I was really closed minded about movies, and you put in Stage Fright, and I'm like, okay, whatever, let's watch it. And I was like, man, this movie's fucking awesome, dude. Like, awesome. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing that I don't like about this movie. No. I I mean, there's absolutely nothing I don't like about this movie. Yeah, it's and I think it's shot really well, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's shot in an artistic way. Just the way the movie flows, like, with the, uh, the theater that they're doing and, like... It's just super cool, dude. Yeah. You know, even the way it starts. The 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 chick lighting the cigarette, the whole thing, it like starts in an artsy way. Yeah, it starts with like what you don't know at the time is the fucking play. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just kind of like what's going on? There's no dialogue, there's no nothing and then the doesn't the cat walk by? Cat walks by. Killer comes out, does a little like jumping and dancing. Yeah, chicks playing a saxophone. Yeah, with the wind blowing. Yep. Oh yeah, that's fucking hell of a way to start a movie, man. Dude, it's just fucking it, it, all the way through. Like even some of the, like the the shots they did for some of the kills, just how like how they were shot. It's just fucking amazing. Yeah. Now the VHS that I have, you also have. Yes. Is it uncut? Uh, I believe so. Yes. I I think it. It's been a while since I watched the DVD of it, and it was uh, the Blue Underground DVD. Um, I don't remember anything different. Different. Okay. Yeah, because I know that there's some things on the cover of the VHS of like film festival awards that it won, mm-hmm. and I would imagine it's uncut in its full, you know, full version. Yeah. So I have never seen another version, like. I just haven't though. Yeah. I'm gonna say that it's uncut. Okay. Um, which is awesome for being a VHS from eighty seven. Yeah. You know, it's and being an Italian movie with gore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Dude, a lot of things only get cut when the English or the Americans get their hands on it. Oh man, they butchered Italian films over here. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I mean all the all the classics. I'm at the point now to where I'm I'm ready to start with DVDs. You almost have to to the old, of the older movies you almost have to either you're gonna have to get out of country VHS, which yep. not all of them are NTSC, which is the uh, the American format. Yes. Or you're gonna have to get the newer release DVDs or Blu-rays that right. have the uncut footage that usually have <laughs> shitty covers. A lot of them do. Like shitty alternate covers that they try to make it look cool in 2001. Well, I mean, you can look a lot now. Like even I on uh, like Blue Underground and Screen Factory, shit like that. And um, 
Was it Code Red? Code Red, yeah. I mean, just keep an eye on what they've done. Like another movie that I had just mentioned a couple minutes ago was Intruder. I have the VHS, and I love that movie. VHS is cut. It's cut to shit, man. Mm-hmm. All the kills are just non-existent. But the DVD is full and uncut. And now I want the DVD. I'm starting to like get pissed off that I'm starting to realize all my VHS are just cut to shit. It's like I have the DVD. Shitty cover. Yeah, the cover sucks. The cover of the VHS is sweet, though. Cover of the Blu-ray is sweet. Is it? Yeah. I mean, like, well, I'll say sweeter. But it's nice that bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Stage Fright. Um, some good kills in it. Some hot chicks in it. Awesome kills. Really good looking. But almost every Italian movie. True. We, we, we touched on that. Yeah, like every fucking Italian movie. Like, all the girls are gorgeous. Yeah, a couple of uh, podcasts ago, we, we mentioned how just all those Italian films had just the hottest chicks, man. Yeah, they were just gorgeous. Yeah. But the in, in this one, they're, like, dressed up for, like, a play and, like, wearing different wigs and shit. It's kind of cool. And, like, cause I, I gather from the play that some of them are supposed to be, like, almost, like, streetwalker-type chicks. True story. So it's, like... They're kind of just kind of slutty. Yeah. Yeah. Which, plus. Yeah. But um, do you have a favorite kill in this movie? <sighs> Fuck. I love the pickaxe. Okay. Which, it's like the first kill. But, um... Shit, between that one and... Um... Honestly, this one isn't even fucking visually, like, gruesome. But it's when... The guy who's the killer, who the killer in this movie is, um, he escapes from a mental hospital. He's waiting to stand trial. He was an actor who killed like twelve people, and like one of the crimes they said he did was like he nailed nailed this girl down. And I don't know if they mean like just pinned her down or actually nailed her to a fucking floor, and then like I think cut her in half. They said, and then so he killed all these actors. He escapes. And comes to the soundstage. And that's when he starts killing people. But he he comes out dressed as the main person in the film, the, the like the victim uh, the villain in the film, which is the dude with the owl head. Yeah. He's supposed to do the play, yeah, the play. They don't know it's him, so they keep telling her to like, what are you doing? Just go over there and kill her. And he just walks over there and just like violently just grips her by the throat and starts choking her out. Yeah. And then he just pulls out a knife and like picks her up. And like faces towards everybody and just starts fucking stabbing her. Yeah. Just the way that was done, that that scene is just like, damn. Yeah, it's pretty uh pretty brutal. Yeah, I dig it. Um, I mine is the the axe decapitation. That I one's t- good. It's good, man. Asshole director. He decapitates the director of the play. The play. That asshole fucking like he has a girl with him. And he pushes her in, in front yeah. into the fucking chainsaw. Yeah, what a dick! <laughs> like you're an asshole, man. Yeah. Then that girl ends up crawling away into a fucking shower. Yep. Yep. Even but, that kill, man, when they finally get uh, because the other girl finds her, and then has to hide, mm-hmm. and then the killer finds the 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 chick in the shower was already bloody. Fucking picks her up and puts her against the shower wall, and just like stabs her in the stomach and like lifts up on the knife. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, damn, man. I know. I know. Like, every kill in this movie is pretty brutal. Yeah, for sure. And shot really well. 
Yeah, like Shotwell, the Goreswell. Shit, the kill where the girl falls, like he grips the girl up from the floor. From the floor. And then when they finally pull her up, she's just like yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, oh, damn, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But uh, And then the costume of the killer. You know, we all know that Works. in the 80s, yeah, there was some kind of masked killer. But this one was fucking really cool. The owl mask is just fucking phenomenal. And Jared's been looking for it. I've been looking for even something comparable, and I can't find shit. Yeah, it's 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 not out there. You're gonna have to have someone custom make it for you. Yeah, like even if there's a fucking it, like a Woodsy the Owl ma- mascot costume, I can get and just get the head. Like <laughs> I just want to fucking like. It's like it's a costume fucking owl head. Yes. Yeah. And can't I find think, it. I think that adds to the awesomeness of this movie too. The owl head. It just looks fucking awesome. Looks great. It's just cool. It's cool to see a dude in a fucking owl mask just killing people. I don't know. Something about it. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's just killer. Do you know who... And I'm kind of glad he died before he could do this. Wanted to do a remake of this movie? Mm. Joe D'Amato? Really? Wanted to do a remake of this movie. Hmm. And it was going to be... Um, it's supposed to be like a TV studio, and the guy like comes in and starts killing everybody. <sighs> the villain's mask or costume or whatever it was going to be was going to be made out of light bulbs. That's the worst thing I've ever. Heard. It sounds goddamn atrocious. Well, it, was it going to be light bulbs or was it going to be sensors? From what I read, light bulbs. Well, because the people that do motion, like in video games or like on oh, well, TV, yeah. they wear those like like light bulb sensor thing suits. Well, see, I heard light bulbs, and this was he died in '99, and he talked about doing it in like probably before then. So I'm gonna say a little bit before the whole like sensor technology. Gotcha. I was wondering <laughs> yeah. what what year. Yeah, yeah okay. he died in '99. So. Okay, well, then scratch that because um, I want to say ninety nine was still like Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation one. Yeah. Um. Okay, light bulbs. We'll go with light bulbs. That's a terrible idea. Like the only plus side, if he would have done this because of who was doing it, is because all Joe D'Amato's movies usually sleazy and like run the gamut on like, is it porn? Yeah, could be. Borderline. There's probably some cutout scenes that are porn. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I that would be the only plus side. It'd be sleazy as shit. Yeah, it would. It would. Um, but just and what's his name was in absurd. Yep. So that kind of makes it kind of full circle. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Maybe he was good friends with that dude. I don't know, but I would I would hope that he is also breathing a sigh of relief that that is not getting made. You can't top the original, dude. No one can remake that. No. No one can remake that. That was just like a one, one-off slasher film. The thing is, if Hollywood saw that that movie ever had this like huge following and people really liked it, they would do it in a fucking minute yes, they and would. it'd be atrocious and they would give zero shits because they would just get money off of people going to see that it is atrocious. Yeah. And it would be like a bunch of teeny boppers from Glee 
or something. Well, that kind of goes into like what was it the movie called Stage Fright that came out like three or four years ago? Yeah, that was basically like fucking Glee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, we'll stick with uh, the '87 one, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, I I will tell you this, listening audience, it is one of Jared's favorite fucking movies ever made. It really is, and I really enjoy it, and I'm glad he showed it to me. Um, it was actually one of the tapes that got lost in the mail that my neighbor opened and <laughs> held for a week, and it was a sigh of relief when he brought him to me in a grocery bag. And I mean, <laughs> this movie is so epic that I didn't even get mad at that guy. I was just pumped that I got my stage fright copy. So <laughs> I still can't believe that guy did that. <laughs> I can't either. I can't either. I wonder how long he spent. Because how long did he have him? A week. Do you think he actually tried looking up online to see if he could sell those for any money? He doesn't ha- know what online is. Okay. I live in a apartment complex with a bunch of old people. And he just... He was hoping to, it would To the s- point to where he doesn't even know that his name is not Steve Bachman. Oh, no, no, he knows. Yeah, he did. He's it just dick. got delivered to him, so he's yeah. like, well, fuck it, it's mine. Yeah. And then he realized... He couldn't do anything with what it was of no interest to him. Yeah, he's asking the neighbors, do you have a VCR? <laughs> I forgot you said he was asking neighbors yeah, he for asked, a VCR. He, he asked the lady across across the way if she had a VCR, and she's like, no, why would I have a VCR? He's like, because I got these tapes in the mail. She's like, oh, well, the guy in uh, apartment 10 has been looking for tapes that came in the mail like a week ago. He's like, oh, yeah, I got these tapes in the mail a week ago. Oh, yeah, I'll just go run them over to him. <laughs> Like, geez, yeah. That but is amazing. I, but I looked in there, and they were all there. And I was just pumped that I had stage fright. I was like, yes, fucking stage fright, man. I was wait, I was back in the days when I put myself into debt. Like, every fucking week I had boxes of VHS cuts showing up at my door. I'm like, fucking got so pumped. That was one of the ones where I was like, dude, I finally own a copy of, of stage fright. Like, the VHS, too. You know, it's like, yeah, hell yeah. So... Um, okay, yeah, we uh, we got a show to go to, so I think that's pretty much it, man. We covered we covered some bases. Yeah, we did. We ventured off. I hope you liked our black metal rant. <laughs> we don't dislike black metal. We just the the, the actrics get no. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I dislike a lot of black metal. Well, yeah, I do too. I mean, there's only like a handful of bands, if that, that I like. Fucking what is it? The that don't have sketchy NSBM, whatever the fuck it is, nationalist black metal. Yeah, like fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck that. And uh, I like the uh, I like first wave DSBM. It's good. Yeah, depressing suicidal black metal, pretty cool. Someone uh, started a poll online the other day about uh, what's better. Uh, Depressing suicidal black metal or funeral doom, and most <laughs> people said funeral doom, but some of that shit gets pretty grim and pretty depressing too. So I don't know, yeah. black metal. I like it a little more on the grim side and a little less about anything except for like winter and wolves and icicles and witches. I like the uh, and Satan. Yeah, the first wave of it. When, oh, it was ba- when it was basically just like thrash, which is like super dark. Yeah, the first wave. 
Well, I like the stuff in the 90s, like uh, Emperor. Emperor was pretty cool, the early stuff, and then they got a little more technical towards the end. But enough about the black metal. We don't really, that's not really our bag. Um, <laughs> For as much as we don't listen to it, we talked about it a lot today. <laughs> yeah, we did, for good reason. Um, whatever that reason may be. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're going to go see Couple Skate and uh, a couple other really awesome bands. We are. Indeed. Drink some brews. Indeed, again. And, uh, yeah, I don't know when we're doing our next podcast, but whenever the hell it is. Is there something going on next weekend? Yeah, there's a show next weekend. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, there's a show next weekend. Fuck yeah, there's a show next weekend. Antichrist, Shitfucker, and Sakuzu. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. And Sakuzu's going to play those new tracks, even though I've heard one live already. Yeah. Still, I can't wait, man. Yeah, next weekend's gonna rule. Yeah, it's gonna. So be awesome. we are not recording next weekend. Nope. Uh, probably two weeks. Yeah, probably two weeks. Two weeks from uh, today, mark it on your calendars. We will be doing another podcast, hopefully. Yeah, dude. So, how can uh, everybody enjoy uh, enjoy whatever you're doing? Yeah, we'll we'll see you. Yep, see you.